0: Hello, stargazers. Welcome to Seventh House Astrology, where I take any topic that is astrological or any topic that is related to relationships and romance. I investigated under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I am your host, Sandra Misick, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. I have not started off with the theme music as per usual. Because this is actually a special episode inspired by all the Virgos out there. So Virgos, definitely have a big old celebration. Give yourselves a pat on the back because you kind of inspired an idea with me. And that is, I'm just going to be doing the chart of the moment with each sign. Libra, you're right after Virgo, so you guys are up today. And we're just going to be exploring the chart of the moment and uh, kind of like what sort of themes will be emerging uh, since the solar, or have been emerging as well too, since the annual eclipse back in October. And yeah, just kind of investigating some, like what sort of patterns are in the chart and what sort of um, planets are in the chart for this week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into it. So first and foremost, Libras, um, the first thing that you might have noticed with the annual solar eclipse was that um, you might have seen or required a sort of change within the physical body or, you know, have undergone a radical change within the ego or also just like, say, physical health as well, too, which all three are really dominated within the first house. And that's where that annual eclipse actually hit um, this time around. So, uh, within the first couple of weeks, you may have found that there was a really intense change when it came to that uh, solar eclipse. The intense change was kind of like that dark shadow where it you know might have you know realized something pertaining to the physical body or pertaining to the ego or even just your sense of self as well too. And within the months thereafter, You've had some radical changes and doorways opening when it comes to really improving or changing or um, finding new insights when it comes to, you know, those sort of themes, you know, with, um, you know, maybe kind of looking deeper inside yourself, um, going on a soul's quest, a soul's journey, uh, or just maybe... You know, just exercising a little bit more, engaging in a physical fitness program that's actually good for you uh, and that actually is very fun for you to engage in. Or sometimes to just really just making sure that your physical health is a-okay and right on track and, you know, having like revolutionary new ideas of how to keep up with that as well. Within the relationship, um, again, it's definitely that first house is how to balance my needs with that of others. And that really particularly resonates with Libra, very much so. Uh, Librans love to please others so much because they don't want to rock the boat. So speak within relationships. Uh, sometimes, though, the one biggest drawback is that they usually put others' needs before their own. And I think with the solar eclipse, that really kind of you know the lessons from the solar eclipse have really brought that to the fore of how to really kind of indulge in self care, or really how to um, take good care of you in the relationship, as opposed to just sacrificing all your needs for others and feeling really kind of you know you you kind of think that you feel it feel balanced by. You know, kind of really being very giving towards others, but sometimes there are others who don't have the best interests at heart, and sometimes can leave you feeling really unbalanced. Um, in the as the result, so I think that solar eclipse really brought um, self care to you when it had, had come to relationships and making sure that you are taking good care of you and um, not just kind of sacrificing your comfort level or your needs for. The, the happiness of someone who might not really appreciate all that you do for them and really just kind of being, I, I think also the solar eclipse might have brought a little bit more of a sense of being more selective of the group of people that you actually hang out with, which I think will also be great because like I said, not everyone has the better, their better own. Well, okay. Starting over. Not everyone has their own interests and their own better interests at heart. There are some people who get a really nice high in being an emotional vampire. I mean, that, that kind of transcends all the signs, I think. Um, they're just There are just people who are just miserable. They want to make sure that others wallow in their misery with you. And sometimes, uh, you know, Librans, I can see you guys, you kind of get sucked in to the fray, you know, thinking that's necessary to help. But I think with the solar eclipse, you're starting to discern that, you know, you're starting to discern that the emotional vampires are those who don't have your better interests in mind and really being more selective towards friends and family who do have your better interests in mind and maybe, um, hanging out with the good, you know, like good, wholesome people instead, as opposed to just, Energy vampires who just want to drain you dry. Um, at Librans, you're kind. Of, uh, I I see. I not only see this with you, but I also see this with Pisceans as well. And I just urge definitely, you know, advocating more towards self care and having better company around, which I think you guys are working and striving towards right now. The other indication um, that kind of indicates that you guys are striving towards better company is that Venus too uh, currently is in the first, is in your first house, and what that usually pertains is Venus is the planet for relationships, as well as um, you know the planet as to how we relate uh, within society at, at large and how we relate. And really with, um, you know, Venus being in the first house right now, relationships are very important to you. And, you know, not just any relationship. Because I feel, Libra, you know, relationships are always important to you. But like I said earlier, you kind of gravitate towards everybody. And like I said, there are some people who... They just want to see your scales unbalanced. They just, they don't want your better interests at heart. They just think of me, 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 me. So, um, you know, right now with Venus being in Libra, you're actually seeking better company and you're actually seeking those better relationships that the solar eclipse had inspired. And you're, fi- you're, you're coming to finding that balance or you're kind of feeling like you're finding that balance between my needs and other people's needs. And finding a way to balance the two harmoniously to where you're taken care of and everyone else is taken care of as well. Also, too, relationships are really big. Like having good harmonious relationships right now are really important to you at this time. So, um, you're doing everything that you can to work towards that as much as possible. Now, um, sun, the current position of sun and Mars, actually the, um, Mars is actually in your second house there, um, Libras. And what I just see with this Mars in the second house particularly is that Mars really, um, is kind of instigating and really reactivating or really activating and kind of driving home needs of security as well as the monetary um, needs as well. Um, You're probably seeking for the big promotion at work. Uh, You're probably doing everything that you can to make sure that your funds are a okay, um, to make sure that, um, and when I say all funds, I'm talking about, not only your bank account, but also like your savings account, your Roth IRA are all in good shape. Um, you're really motivated at work. You're really pumped every day. Or that actually motivation and being pumped and being energetic is very important to you at this time. However, with Mars in that second house, as much as you are just like kind of gung-ho and really taking care of those um, needs and really taking care of security, Um, By the same token, you know, you might be, you know, like, especially at work, you might be full throttling it a little too hard. You might be going after that promotion just a little too hard, a little too wild. You might be really intensely focused more so than you realize that it's kind of like you're um, kind of blind, you know, you not only are you kind of putting on the blinders to everyone else around you, but it might feel like you have this intense energy at work, um, this intense dedication, which can go a long way. Um, However, I think the biggest thing I would just say um, is really just try to make sure the needs of coworkers are also kind of met right now. Um, I know that you're working towards security, but maybe the needs of coworkers can also help with that. And sometimes what coworkers might need the most is a sense of a team and cooperation from you as well. Also in really just making sure that, you know, the, you know, bare essentials or like the, you know, the, the comforts of home, the comforts of monetization are really being taken good care of. Try not to let that completely overrule to where you're kind of overly critical, like, oh, gee, I've made like $2,000 this month and that's not enough. You know, try to really um, kick back and try to just appreciate, maybe not take a look at the receipts for your funds too regularly or too often, because sometimes when we continue to keep an eye on stuff, when we don't really need to keep an eye on stuff, things accumulate at a much slower rate than if we might check like every every month or so when it comes to the monetary needs. Um, but I, I kind of also recommend this so that you don't, you know, you have a lot of energy and a lot of ambition right now. I hate to see you move either towards burnout because you're really focused and really dedicated or burnout in the regard that you're, you feel like you're not making enough um, within a given month or you're not getting enough within a given month or within, um, you know, given time. And just my my only recommendation is just to kind of ease off of those, you know, just kind of ease off and um, let, you know, you've you've worked very hard thus far. Let those efforts of the hard work kind of sink in. And also don't, um, neglect. I mean, while you're pursuing great relationships right now, too, don't completely let work overrule the family as well. I think that's another big, um, factor and warning when it comes to Mars in the second house. Make sure that you're spending time with loved ones and make sure that, um, you know, their, their needs and also your needs are being met by them. And also, they might have some great recommendations at this time, too, when it comes to money and when it comes to safety and security as well. The sun, when I first looked at the chart of the moment, I'm going to be honest with you, was in Scorpio. Now, I think, now actually, it is in Sagittarius. So, it has moved away from your second house and more into your third in Sagittarius. With that, we also have Mercury in the third house. Now, with all this said, while the sun is not conjunct Mercury, they do share some of the same energy at this time. So, when it comes to your third house, um, really matters of because um, Mercury is kind of the ruler of the third house. Third house is actually ruled by Gemini. Um, and then also with the sun being in there, illuminating matters of communication and matters of deep thought and study will be coming to the fore and will really be emphasized even more so than usual at this time. Um, matters of study, um, knowing that also Mercury is in Sagittarius at this time, also the sun is in Sagittarius, the matters of study will be very unconventional. So you might be going off the beaten paths, you might be um, actually exploring a lot of things that you've been curious about, but not really kind of, you know, it's like you were curious about something, but you might have left it for another time. This is that time where you're kind of going back to that curious thing and exploring it more in depth and in more detail. Also with communication, what's very important right now is to keep all communicative lines open at this time when it comes to relationships, whether that is within family or whether that is with friendships or at work. Just making sure that um, lines of communication are open, that uh, everyone is really expressing what is going on or communicating important things in a timely manner. Um, These are things that are very important to you at this time. These are things that have a higher energy. I also see with Mercury in the third house, especially, paired with the sun also being in the third house, that you're feeling far more communicative as well. Um, Some things that you might be um, communicating about are The things that you're learning, um, you know, the new things that you're learning or kind of endeavoring. But also, I think just anything that's really interesting you at this time, Um, you guys are just being a little more communicative than usual. And um, this may actually open up a lot of honesty within relationships. And, you know, I don't think that uh, communication is such a bad thing. Unless it's like, you know, 15 minutes go by and you're still talking, I kind of find that that, you know, uh, know, I think with um, you guys Libra, with Libras, or with you guys Librans, I don't think that, um, you know, you kind of know modicum of where to start, where to stop when it comes to communication. So I don't think it's going to be like a 15 minute I'm talking and talking and talking and talking, but, um, communication is very high for you. And you're, you're very, um, expressive at this time as well. So Libras, um, the, you know, the placement of Pluto right now is kind of in an interesting place and it has been since the end of Pluto retrograde, I know at first it was in 27 degrees Capricorn. Now I think it's in 26 degrees Capricorn. So it's slid, you know, a degree back. What this means is that it's technically in your fourth house, but also bordering on the cusp of that fifth house as well. And what this entails is that when it comes to Pluto, you know, planet of power, planet of authority, and also of probing and transformation is that when it comes to family, there may have been some upsets or some individuals who've either power mongered you or worse, you've been uh, accused of power mongering yourself. As if that's not enough with fifth house, I usually see this as like uh, friendships as well as dating. So if you're single, you're dating, you might have been accused of also being a little too abrupt or a little too powerful or kind of taking control of the situation, or you may have attracted people who are actually doing that as well, who are gaining control or trying to gain control over the situation as much as it can be very exhausting and deflating when it comes to these, these sort of situations, especially on the dating front you know when you when you deal with somebody who is power mongering all they want is complete control complete dominion and that's not in your better interest. so you're kind of wondering what the the heck went on to where you you tracked this person um definitely keep in mind that with pluto um you can probe into the situation if you find that you're attracting dates that are overpowering and you know like you know kind of you know, power mongering. In a lot of cases, you can probe into them um, a little bit and probe into the situation. I'd say if you are, if you were set up, like say on a blind date through a dating service, probe into the situation and ask why were you set up with this individual? What was the motivation um, behind the setup? I would also um, probe a little bit further, you know, and you can probe nicely, you know, you don't have to, you know, get combative. Um, You know, a lot of times when I say probe, sometimes I kind of, it sounds like it's really combative and it doesn't have to be very combative, but like when it comes to the dates, you can actually ask them, you know, kind of probe into them a little bit. It's like, why is total dominion or why is total control Important to you at this time, or, or like maybe preface it with, it seems like you like total control, or it seems like you, it's like you need to have total dominion, or relationships are non, non invalid for you. It's like, I'm kind of wondering what's, what's prompting that with you? And kind of, um, again, have maybe an open ended discussion with that. When it comes to family, and it seems like everyone's kind of being power mongering over you. Maybe again, probe the situation, probe into the situation, and maybe probe into the individuals who might seem to be power mongering, see what's going on. And maybe like preface it with, you know, I'm really concerned. It seems like you're, you're really in, you know, kind of in this space of my way or the highway, what really is going on right now? Um, You know, any ideas, anything that you want to share with me, because I'm just, I'm a little concerned. You know, again, the probing can be a very, you know, very inquisitive and yet a very constructive thing to do to kind of open the floor, open up discussion so that it's not like you feel like your back's up against the wall or like you're drawing a bunch of sword cards in the the tarot deck in the tarot suite. I actually had a psychic tell me that when you do draw, like say that you have a reading with tarot and most of the cards are sword cards. Again, that kind of, you know, instead of just being um, extremely logical, it can also mean that, again, your back's up against the wall, too. You know, you're about ready to draw a sword. And I just, I thought that was interesting. But Libras, I would also recommend if you do find that um, a lot of people are accusing you of being power mongering, again, maybe um probe yourself. Go in deep. See what might be occurring. You might wanna say, like, say, if a family member is noticing this, you might wanna tell them, you know what, I'm really sorry, Um, there's a lot going on at work, or I'm really sorry, there's just a lot going on in general. And just kind of, again, have that open discussion and really kind of, you know, listen to another's viewpoints and really, like I said, have that deep discussion. I would also say, if it's within dates and it seems like you're kind of overruling or you're feeling like very powerful, but it's kind of scaring dates away or dates are complaining that you're being too much of a monger. When it comes to that, um, again, probe in deep, see what's going on. Make sure that that area in yourself is kind of settled before the date. Um, You can also just, you know, just kind of say, I'm so sorry. You know, again, kind of the same situation as with the family. Just, I'm very sorry. I'm having a lot going on right now. Try to open up the discussion just a little bit but also really probe in and see if there's anything that's kind of lingering and whatever's lingering, maybe, you know, shedding light on that. Like for myself, you know, even though my son's not in Libra, myself, my moon is, one thing that I've noticed a lot lately is that I've been dismissed a lot. You know, I'll have an opinion about something and that person who asked for the opinion or ask for my input, usually tries to shut me down big time. And that's where I feel like all or nothing, all or nothing, especially when I've been coming home. And especially um, when it just comes to casual acquaintances, it's just like all or nothing, all or nothing. And I think it's just really, you know, in shedding light on the fact that I've been shut down. There's a lot that there's a lot of understanding as to where this is not only coming from, but also maybe how to prevent people from just shutting me down or taking it so personally that it almost hurts. Um, in a way, you know, I, um, actually found out it was kind of interesting. Um, this weekend, uh, it's called the four psychic types is the book. And I actually found out that as an intuitive, I'm not only, I'm a physical intuitive as well as a, um, spiritual intuitive as well, and then a little bit of an emotional intuitive. But I find the physical and the emotional intuitive comes out with me, especially in places where I'm being shut down, or in the places where I'm definitely, I've been asked for my opinion, then shut down. And I tend to, you know, myself, I tend to take that very seriously. And I also tend to take that very personally. I find it's hard not to, but, um, you know, how to really ease that situation, that annoyance to where you're not taking it personally. And I think sometimes um the answer to that is just maybe not giving your opinion, maybe opening the floor for other people to give their opinion, or maybe the Inquisitor to give their opinion. It's like, what do you think? <laughs> you know, maybe turning that Inquisitive probing energy onto them and going, what do you think? I'd like to hear your point of view. <laughs> Um, but Libras, I think that's one way in which, like I said, you can shed some light internally. Now, like I said, one or both can happen. Like you could be drawing power mongers and you could be power mongering as well. I would just say kind of watch out, um, for those tendencies within both family as well as within friends and dates. And just, like I said, the more that you shed that light on that inner situation, the you know i think the first thing when you shed light in that situation you get more clarity and more insight and then in the long term you you end up getting a lot more balance because you kind of can see okay what can i do about this or okay what can i do um about you know the situation that's bringing out the worst in me in this spot right here all right and then um as if pluto's not enough When it comes to cusping, there is also Saturn. So even though Saturn's out of retrograde, it is still at zero degrees Pisces. So what that means is that it's cusping between those fifth and sixth houses for you. While it's technically in that sixth house, it's still kind of lingering in that fifth house a little bit. So with Saturn, um, you know, obviously planet of duty, of obligation, um, what I'm seeing a little bit more with Libras is that you're feeling far more inspired and far more dedicated, especially towards um, areas of service, you know, volunteering of really um, connecting and relating to those less fortunate. Um, also really connecting and really um, trying to make, very deep and meaningful um, when I say deep and meaningful I think really with Saturn it's more like making um, kind of networking connections uh, with coworkers as well and just making sure they're doing okay um, they're they're on the same page again um, you know within the sixth house that being of coworkers service or being of service um, what I see with Saturn is Really kind of laying down the foundations and the brass tacks in your um, professional life. I also just seeing like laying down the brass tacks and kind of organizing to where you can volunteer more time with a particular group or with a particular company to help those less fortunate or, um, you're kind of laying down the foundation to where you can work with coworkers or where you can just kind of have a better workplace is what I'm, I'm kind of seeing. You know, just a more, um, organized approach to work and also just, um, you know, a more, um, detailed approach when it comes to the workplace as well. But I think more organized, definitely. Um, really having those goals in mind, those long-term goals in mind, and really trying to achieve them. It's actually definitely meeting with Mars in that second house, for sure. Um, actually, it's, it is actually in trine, um, close trine, to Mars in the second house, so, Mars can help build up the energy towards um, your goals while Saturn kind of lays out the foundations and kind of organizes those those things for you so those you 're probably seeing those two planets working in harmony with each other um, that is because indeed they are in harmony with each other, which is actually quite nice. Um, also within the fifth house, um, again, when it comes to dating for those of you, um, who are single, uh, that means that, uh, with Saturn's presence also kind of borderline fifth house, that means you want to lay down the brass tacks and kind of organize relationships a little bit better to where they're not just casual flings for you or just casual, um, individuals who just want to, you know, get to know you on one date and then skedaddle. You're kind of organizing things to where you have more longer term relationships. And, um, you know, that's, that's admirable. That's really wonderful to have those longer term relationships. I would just say, really make sure that you're set up with the right people if you're going through a dating service. I would also just say um, to make sure that you're meeting up with the right people as well too. Um, somebody's displaying certain traits like the last person where they're just going to be a bum. Maybe do away with that person and maybe set your eyes on someone who actually is a little more stable themselves. And maybe start that relationship as well. In friendships as well, too, um, you're looking for more, again, steady relationships, steady friendships. Some friends seem to have flaked out um, within friendship groups. You're kind of minimizing on the flakiness and really maximizing on quality. You know, high quality and also dedication being there uh, for one another. And the best way that I would just say is really make room for those who seem to be dedicated and, you know, those who are displaying kind of flaky traits, maybe just kind of get them some distance for a little bit. Maybe there's a reason why they're being flaky. Just give them some distance for a little bit and come back to them at another time. Now, with Neptune also being in that sixth house, so right now when it comes to relationships, especially with coworkers or also just within giving, it seems like there's a lot of places where it's just kind of nebulous for you. And, you know, with Neptune being in Pisces and being in that house, particularly It would make sense that that's where that nebulousness is coming from. Somebody could be very, like, while you're establishing teamwork and you're establishing the foundation to make sure that everything in the workplace is running smoothly, there's something very nebulous that's, like, getting in the way of that. Or um, you're trying to establish good friendships or you're trying to establish good relationships. And, again, there's that nebulousness that uh, seems to be interfering every time that you give your time and dedication towards an individual, or just any time that you give time and dedication, there's this nebulous energy with people or with events. Um, Again, I've mentioned this within many charts at the moment, um, and I think I'll mention this to you now, Libras. What I would do uh, when it comes to the nebulous energy of uh, Neptune is I usually lean on Saturn because at least that's stable energy to kind of counter the fog of whatever confusion is existing. Um, It could be that people, um, you might be organizing a charitable march or you might be organizing a charitable cause and people are flaking out at the last minute. Um it could be that you're organizing your desk, and then there's also these nebulous things that keep interrupting you, like your boss may be interrupting you for very frivolous reasons and very frivolous things um and you can't really you're not really getting a ton done and it's kind of frustrating. I'd say lean on that Saturn energy to still you know despite those interruptions despite people flaking out on you. That um, you're still, la- you know, laying those foundations down and that you're still doing what is what you feel and deem is necessary um, for you when it comes to the charitable endeavors and when it comes to, you know, your, wor- your workplace as well, too. So when it comes to that wonderful seventh house, you guys, so Libras, you have both Chiron and the North Node in there. So North Node being that your very purpose is to make sure that you are speaking out and that you're voicing your concerns um, and also making sure that whatever dreams or ideals are coming into reality, being that um, within Aries, those are usually the Aries themes. Um, and you're finding kind of a great purpose with that right now and kind of, you know, seeking for self care, speaking up for yourself and really just making sure that, um, you're surrounding yourself with good company and really taking good care of you and your needs and goals in return, uh, with Chiron, um, sometimes Chiron, um, like I said, usually the opposite is being expressed. Like you're not expressing yourself enough, Or you're not um, ambitious enough um, with your goals. I'm not saying that you're not ambitious enough, and usually that's how a lot of astrologers kind of read it. But with relationships, you could be a little bit more keen on um, making sure that you're taking good care of yourself. So I think what Chiron's um, message is, you know, it's kind of emphasizing the North Nodes message that it's kind of a purpose right now to really make sure that your self needs are being taken care of and that, you know, you're expressing yourself as necessary and sometimes you just need to rock the boat. Um, I know that you as Libras, you don't like to do that. Um, you like to kind of keep things pretty even, keep things pretty, um, you know, fair, not, you know, cause conflict, but, um, sometimes, Sometimes you just need to, you know, sometimes the individuals who seem to cause conflict when actually you're verbalizing um, a necessary want or boundary are usually those individuals who are not really um, very um, deserving of your time. So I would kind of keep that in mind. And if if you do weed a couple of individuals out um, and expressing needs of self-care, Um, So be it, or if if there's more of a bigger conversation that occurs due to this, I think that that would be a very beneficial conversation, especially if it's with a loved one as well. All right, so in your eighth house, Libra, um, so definitely there has been a lot of radical change, transformation, uh, a lot of transformation within you. Um, this is indicated by both Uranus as well as with um with Jupiter. Change could be um and transformation could be that you're changing something inside of you that you feel like has been necessary all this time um change can also just be that you're finding radical new things in life that um, you are subscribing to or that really resonate with you and really kind of helps you to high vibe and really um, definitely resonate with that. Um, The one thing that I just say with Uranus, I always say this because it also rules sociopolitical thought and also revolutionary thought. Just make sure that what seems very revolutionary at this time, you know, whether it's you know, total transformation or whether it's transformation or something that's helping for you to transform, just make sure it's not leading you down a dark alley. Um, Like making sure that whatever, if it's an organization, make sure they're maybe not a cult or um, if uh, you're doing something that, you know, is involving self-transformation, again, make sure that the sources that you're, um, you know, kind of looking at are valid and um, are backed scholarly by scholarly wisdom and not just like a, a cult-like program um, as well, too. Uh, actually, a good, a really good point at this time is that both Jupiter and Uranus are actually, it looks like they are trined Pluto at this time or close to a close trined to Pluto. So uh, when it comes to those really radical ideas, they're helping you to self-transform or to embrace change. I think already um, when I just say, make sure that's not a cult, I think already that has crossed your mind because of that deep probing nature of Pluto and, uh, the part of the self-transformation is due to the deep probing nature of Pluto, but it seems like you're getting into your resources and really making sure that everything, everything is really nice and credible and making sure that, um, again, you know, Uranus is not leading you down a dark alley because it has that potential being erratic as it is to do that as well. The only other point that I can really see right now, Libras, is that um, Mercury is also squared Neptune at this time. So while you feel very communicative, as usual, it might feel as though your words are really kind of fuzzy at this time or kind of nebulous as well. What I would just say is really um, don't be afraid to rethink um, certain areas of what you're saying or rethink of what you do want to say so that you're not falling into that nebulousness. But I kind of feel like everything that um, is an aspect at this time has actually been covered by going through the houses, which is kind of nice for change. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, especially just all the way around, it looks like everything has been covered there. So Librans, I hope that this was helpful. I do hope that this was also very informative for you and that this helps to serve you guys um, when it comes to the relationship front. All the way around, Stargazers, um, I do hope that you guys remain healthy, happy, and well. A lot of people around me have been getting really ill, so um, definitely on the health part, I do hope that you guys are well and safe and very happy. Do not be afraid to look up at the stars. We have a gorgeous full moon right now. Um, it is just like I saw it last night. It is just wonderful. It's gorgeous. It's bright. It's just beautiful. And of course, it would probably illuminate those constellations that are in the sky that make up our origins in astrology. But above all, stargazers, be safe. Be well. Um, happy belated Thanksgiving if you are celebrating Thanksgiving. Happy belated holiday, and also, above all, kicking up and into gear for December, a happy holidays to you. And until now and next week, Stargazers, I will speak with you then. If you have any questions or comments for Sandra Mizik, you can contact her at Mizek, M-I-S-E-K, dot Sandra, at gmail.com. You can also visit her at her Instagram page, at sandra.misek. Again, that's M-I-S-E-K. For as little as $2 a month, you can also become a patron to this podcast. Visit patreon.com forward slash 7th House Astrology for more details.